0: podcast is brought to you by ACN, your source for the latest news in gaming, movies, and entertainment. Enjoy the show!
1: funky listeners and welcome back to another episode of funk radio that's a podcast with us
2: um, your host peter and your host kyle yay and yay. today we
1: have a not a liz we have a guest <laughs> person <laughs> named liz
2: <laughs> god she is classified as a different species outside of humans yeah hi her, liz. her phylum is dominicus and her
0: don't no, go there
2: don't <laughs> go, go there Kyle uh, so yeah uh, we brought Liz on because she's fun and she's on one of the other podcasts on 8th Circuit if I'm correct last word
0: uh, right now I'm going solo on Couch Potatoes until oh. my co-host gets his computer back that's our television podcast and then we have Celluloid Critics with uh, Jose as well which is our film podcast on 8th Circuit
2: oh. that's cool what happened to the last word? Did did, did well, you get Carly's the last word? Carly's getting
0: married, so that's going to uh, keep her busy.
2: Oh, fancy. Keep her busy. Can I be the flower girl? Uh, well, and you yay. can listen
1: to both of those podcasts on TV, along with our podcast, Funk Radio, which you're listening to right now.
2: Yes. This is the sound of my voice on Funk Radio. Um, so yeah, we thought it would be fun today to have a little discussion about uh, our favorite music videos. Yeah. Which, of course, a non-visual format is the perfect way to discuss music videos. Of course. Um, but we were just thinking, you know, like, talking amongst ourselves before, about, like, different music videos that we thought were cool, both inside and outside of the funk genre. And we're <laughs> like, hey, since music videos basically kind of were birthed by MTV in, 90- in 1981, mm. like... We were like, well, there's not a lot of soul and funk that has music videos because most of the good soul and funk was before 1981. That's true. Um, so we were trying to think, we're like, oh, let's think of some of these more contemporary, I guess, right. funky dudes. Um, well, even
1: just in general, I think we tried to choose not only the genres that we usually talk about, but also the ones that were kind of significant Yeah. Um, yeah. in their own right. Uh, but also just ones that we like personally as well, so it should for be sure. pretty cool. For sure, for sure. Um, um, before we get started, I actually want to pause this completely. Um, Liz, you were saying that you have been doing your Couch Potatoes podcast all by yourself.
0: Yeah. What's um, that like? Dylan, <laughs> it, it's it's interesting. Um, the advantage is that I can record at any time, so this is finals week for me, so I have insomnia. Mm. Which means at one o'clock in the morning, if I want to record a podcast, cool. I record a podcast at one in the morning. Which might explain why I think it was a true detective one. It's just a bunch of run-on sentences.
2: <laughs> um. So yeah, we're talking about music videos. We came up with a short list, a shorthand list of ones that we thought were either cool or groundbreaking. And i pretty much yeah, sure we... Sorry, Liz. I was talking.
1: <laughs> feel free to bring up any music videos that you like uh, along the way. Was yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah.
0: Great. I mean I mean, the bathroom me, a great music video is one where when I hear the song I think of the music video instead of vice versa. Like if the music video is the first thing that comes to my mind, I think that's what makes a great music video. That's true. Did you just So like-, like Nirvana songs, yeah, sometimes I think of, you know, Teens Bear and all, but other than that I just think of Nirvana. I don't really think back to their grungy music videos.
2: Yeah, it seems like there's a small number of music videos that really stay in the forefront of your mind when you think of the song. And the yeah, ones it'd be do, something like good. if the
0: song came on the radio, I wish a little screen would pop up on my car and I could yeah. watch the music video instead. Those <laughs> yeah. are the ones I remember.
2: Exactly. And I'm pretty sure we can't talk about groundbreaking and memorable music videos without talking about Michael Jackson's Thriller. That's true. Because that music video was like 12 minutes long um <laughs> yeah
0: fun Dude, that was bad bad went on yeah. forever bad
2: was like 17 minutes i think Jeez. it was basically like a short film um fun fact thriller is was mtv's first world premiere video and what's funny is like they hyped this up so much that it became like this like nationwide event akin to the moon landing <laughs> and like everyone remembers where they were when they saw thriller my parents always tell the story hmm. Um, sadly, I was not alive. But um,
1: were you alive non- nine months after this happened?
2: No, I was born eight years later. Good job, Peter. <laughs> uh, <They're alive. laughs> oh, I need to get weird. Re- Shut up, Peter. <laughs> I Keep was. Going. I was. I was in my mom's stomach for nine years. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, this. This video thriller uh, was voted the most influential pop music video of all time. And in two thousand nine it became the first music video to do things. Uh, <laughs> to wow. be inducted into the national <laughs> shut up to be inducted into the national film registry by the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically and aesthetically significant.
1: That's cool. Yeah, it's funny that it came out in nineteen eighty two and that you know, that's one of the quintessential music videos, if not the you know, most popular one of all time, and not until 2009 did it get inducted into the National Film Registry. I mean, yes, it is the first one that that's happened to, but it just seems like that's such a long time.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the Film Registry works similar to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It has to have been around for a certain number of years before it can be inducted to... The, the Library of I Congress
0: does a, a voting which oh. actually can be public voting. Oh, well, there you mm-hmm. go. And uh, anyone can nominate uh, certain films out of it. But because they usually have like a hundred films each year nominated. Wow. It's yeah. why they're it, it's really difficult to break through that. I see. Well there you go. Even for But they also go America. for I- diversity way more than rock and roll hall of fame. They're very yeah, focused f- on diversity.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that's a good point. <laughs> but um yeah thriller awesome music video it obviously led to the the famous zombie walk dance thing whatever the hell that was <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um do we know who directed it i didn't even john
0: think. landis thank you nice he's
2: famous see liz yeah. liz well, is gonna cover everyone film, working so. on it
0: Everyone worked on that. You had John Landis directing it. Uh, Elmer Bernstein, who did music for, like, The Ten Commandments and Ghostbusters, uh, <laughs> did some incidental stuff for it. Rick Baker did the makeup. And, you know, he did things like American Werewolf in London with... Uh, Don Landis as well. And the choreography was one of the biggest 80s choreographer, which was Michael Peters, who worked with Pat Benatar and Michael Jackson on several other things. So it was just sort of the culmination of all these great Hollywood guys just going, let's make a mini-movie, which was most of Michael Jackson's videos were mini-movies. That's
2: true. Liz, can you just be on our show all the time and be like our fact person? (laughs) Because we... well, but that means I have to like, talk to you, yeah, every we, week. This is true. Uh, I am enjoyable. So to talk I need to.
0: a little bit more incentive than veracity.
2: I have wine. <laughs> I have alcohol of all sorts and shapes.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll I'll consider it, despite the fact that the alcohol helps me in no way, shape, or form, being several states away.
2: Touche. Uh, <laughs> this is why we need to invent drone delivery, to, so why, so people can. Well, you article. don't need
0: to invent it, you just need to get it.
2: <laughs> well, didn't they, like, outlaw drones in a bunch of states? Like, public Texas, they drones. are not outlawed.
0: Of course not. Tr- trust me. There are a couple areas that I'm banned from using them, but they're not outlawed.
2: Ah. I know they were in, like, Nevada or Arizona or something.
0: Well, just don't blind through Nevada and Arizona, then. But then they gotta go
2: around, and it's too much work. Why don't we just
1: dig a big tunnel from here to Texas... And then, we just pour the yeah. It's called the, the Keystone Pipeline. <laughs> yeah.
2: But um, uh, where was I talking about? <laughs>
0: well, we were. You were talking about thriller. sort of talking about thriller,
1: and okay. Liz was saying how everybody in the world worked on it. Yeah, pretty much. And
0: yeah. um, Vincent Price.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I forgot Price. him. That's yeah. right. Um, what did he do? He was the voice, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was a narrator. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. Um, just because his voice is amazing. Um, so yeah, Thriller by Michael Jackson. Uh, we're going to be putting all these videos in our little playlist, so after you watch this episode, you can go and watch all these videos and be awesome.
1: That's correct. Um, actually, yeah, Kyle, you were m- making a joke earlier that since we're an audio audio podcast, how are we supposed to show music videos? But uh, I think we wanted to do this topic for a long time. And now but we can. Now we can because of our new format that also includes the YouTube playlist. Um, so yeah like he said after you listen to us you can go directly and watch the music videos as well so that's pretty
2: cool I can dig it um but yeah good stuff really groundbreaking stuff there what other video is groundbreaking Peter?
1: well it's not really groundbreaking but oh please one that happened the next year 1983 (laughs) was uh the song Rocket R-O-C-K-I-T by Herbie Hancock um this one is kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it features like robotic animatronic sculptures dancing around and walking in time with the music, and uh, it's pretty creepy.
2: Okay. <laughs> Do you remember the scene in that video where there's a robot and he's in a bed and like some animatronic part of him is moving and it seriously looks like he's jerking off?
1: Um, vaguely. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I just remember that one shot from this video because it looked like robot jerking off. Um <laughs> because uh, yeah, this video is really weird. No, I was kind of just saying this video this song was groundbreaking because maybe not so much the video, even though the video was really cool, but the fact that this was the first considered one of the first, like, basically electronic songs. Oh yeah. yeah that's Hancock true. is very notoriously a huge experimenter in jazz. But basically, stumbled into the world of electronica, and this was like one of the first popular electronic songs.
1: That's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah.
2: Um, Obviously, there was like bands before him, Kraftwerk and stuff, but he was. This song was very mainstream.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, I guess the music video was pretty popular because it did receive five MTV Music Video Awards, Video Music Awards in 1984. Uh, So, I mean, I think it did a pretty good job, actually, considering. So, that's good. I think part of that was probably because of the song itself was pretty popular. True. In that regard. Very true. Actually, um, on, that, on that note, I want to mention, because, I mean, something that's interesting that you see with music videos is that the popularity of the video may boost the popularity of the song or the other way around. Um, yeah, totally. It's kind of interesting depending on the case, where it, whether it goes one way or the other. Thriller, I would say... Probably, I mean, it was a hugely popular song, no doubt, in itself, but I'm sure the music video helped, um, you know, well, accelerate its popularity. I just
2: I just read today, because I was, I was reading this article on, like, literally the most, like, popular items ever consumed in different okay. categories, and Thriller is literally the most consumed, like, music album of all time, even still. I can believe that. It was insane. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I mean, I think in the days of TRL is when a music video could really help a song. I remember when um, My Chemical Romance released, I'm Not Okay.
2: Oh, I love that they, song. They,
0: they appeared it on TRL and that really boosted the band, hmm. and I think in those days, if you had a really good music video, it helped, especially when like even Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and Disney would play music videos. During yeah. their ads. Yeah. A, a lot of channels, that was just a thing. And once that sort of went away, I think it's become a whole lot harder. You pretty much need a viral video. It's now YouTube.
1: Yeah, it really has become. YouTube has become the new platform for music videos.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's
0: not even the original videos sometimes. Like, call me maybe, some yeah. of yeah. the remixes have higher hits. I know. Yeah, yeah,
2: I noticed that. That is really true. Like, people remix these popular songs and become more popular than the songs themselves.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, good for them.
1: I mean, just jumping around here, I mean, um, one that I did want to mention was Gangnam Style, which came out in 2012, obviously. Ew. <laughs> and how hugely popular <laughs> that is. And Kyle, I did promise you that if I did mention the song, you were allowed to trash talk it. For five um, minutes? <laughs> yes. <But laughs>
0: oh, no, 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 no. I did not sign up for five minutes of Kyle going off on that.
2: Welcome to Funk Media. Have you listened to have you <laughs> listened to our, our podcast? That's basically all I do. That's true. No comment.
1: <laughs> but what I wanted to say about that song is that I mean, anyone who knows the song, which is anyone who's alive right now, I mean, knows that the music video definitely popularized this song by far. Mm-hmm. And that all not only that, but also YouTube was the absolute platform uh, for yeah. that song. It's not like it got popular on T V or anything. And it, it was actually the first YouTube video to reach a billion views, which a, is kind a of A billion? A billion, yes. Holy and shit. And I think right now it's at 1.9 billion, I believe. That's sad. Yeah, well, it was so. the same model
0: that the next year, uh, What Does the Fox Say, took, where that wasn't That's even true. supposed to be seen in America. It was It was a promotion for a Swedish comedy show. And they just put it up on YouTube and it did well. That's hmm. you know become the thing is you no longer need it to appear on TV ever. Yeah, oh, it, right. se-
2: it seems like YouTube is the new visual media for music in yeah. a lot of regards.
1: Well, especially it's, as you see TV is kind of, for lack of a better term, phasing out um, in favor of other technology like tablets and stuff and yeah. Netflix. I mean, you're definitely seeing a decline in TV viewership, I would say, yeah. um, versus in the 80s.
0: Well, it's also harder to measure that because there's not only a decline, but uh, it's becoming more spread out. You right. know, you have people watching HBO and cable and basic cable. So a right. show no longer gets these millions and millions of viewers anymore because there's too much competition. Right. Which is also, I mean, MTV has totally lost its base. So they that's have to have a whole separate channel to show its music videos.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's why everyone jokes that it's not MTV anymore. It's just reality TV.
0: Well, Cartoon true. Network was going to change its name, and I I would be surprised if MTV changed its name before Cartoon Network did, because they have been showing a lot more live acts and stuff as well. Who has Cartoon Network? Yeah. That's sad.
1: Hmm. I mean, I only really see cartoons on there, but I mean, I don't watch it a whole lot, so I don't know.
0: Yeah. I watch all my cartoons on Netflix now. That's true. I would never want to see your queue, Kyle.
2: <laughs> I'd be scared. It's probably true. I did watch because uh, it was on. I watched it uh, downstairs. Uh, Dirty, uh, what is it? Dirty Mary and Crazy Larry, nineteen seventies car- famous car chase film. Um, Never heard of it. Didn't really realize it. Yes, didn't really realize it at the time, but pretty much half the shots in Death Proof were completely stolen from that movie. No, no, it's...
0: no, not stolen. It was like completely intentional. Oh, no, I'm sure. No,
2: exactly. I'm sure it was. It was was purely intentional what's crazy is i'm fairly certain that the the car chase at the end of that movie was filmed in the same location because it looked hmm. exactly the same
0: yeah tarantino would have, would have done that
2: uh and it, was, it, was, also would like through, it was like to see tarantino
0: direct a music video
2: that would that be would be insanely really awesome crazy.
0: it would just be a bunch of feet <laughs> it would be a bunch of feet and then like just one long shot probably for one of the courses one of the choruses or verse would just be an unending shot. Because, I mean, think about Kill Bill in that sequence in the uh, Japanese uh, house where she Don't fights kill. all those guys. Having that band, th- that could have been a music video in itself. That'd that be true. cool.
2: That would have been really cool.
1: And speaking of Kill Bill, they just added that to Netflix.
0: Yeah. Which we yes, were just talking about.
2: <laughs> speaking of uh, directors, I'm jumping around here, but speaking of directors actually directing music videos, um, one of the ones we're talking about here is. I lost it.
1: Damn it. Sorry, I moved some stuff around.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, is the music video Weapon of Choice by Fatboy Slim. Uh, which I knew features, you guys were
1: going there. Of course. We have to. Which
2: features Christopher Walken? This <laughs> yeah. video, though, was actually directed by Spike Jones. Uh, oh, really?
1: I didn't know that.
0: Th- that was his career yeah. before doing films, was oh. doing um, music videos. That's cool.
2: Yeah, he's the shit. Um... But, this song, uh, this video, sorry, was filmed in the lobby of the Marriott Hotel, which is now known as the LA Hotel in Los Angeles, in December of 2000. Um, it was directed by Spike Jonze. A lot of awesome shots in there you guys can drool over if you're film buffs. Um, and it features actor Christopher Walken, who is actually a trained dancer, uh, in musical theater, um, and he's just dancing around the hotel and flying around on wires and crap. Um...
1: Yeah, this is the only music video I know of where Christopher Walken flies around through a hotel. Yeah,
2: pretty much. I think he flies around in that stupid ping-pong movie, Balls of Fury, but...
1: Oh, yeah.
2: But yeah, little did I know that Christopher Walken is basically a trained musical theater actor long before he did his many famous movies, so...
0: Well, I mean, David Fincher did a bunch as well. Did a bunch of what? Uh, Music videos? Music videos. Yeah, and same with Mark Webb, who just directed the, uh, the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> His films. His name's Webb. That's funny yeah, for but, some reason. Yeah, but, yeah, he did, like, Mark Webb did, like, Blues Travelers back in the day. Mm. And he did some Three Doors Down, some AFI, and uh, David Fincher did Rick Springfield, for crying out loud, and a lot of Apollo Abdul stuff. Really? And uh, Madonna. Yeah, fun, there's fun. an interesting group of directors. Michael Bay has done a few. Fun fact. Zack Snyder.
2: Fun fact, because I don't I know, know why I know this, David Cross, yes, that David Cross, uh, directed a video <laughs> for the Black Keys back in like the mid-2000s before they were really famous. It was a bizarre video. I'll, uh, I don't know. I'll look up the video right now while you guys talk and so I can mention it quickly. Okay. Um, well,
1: while you were looking that up, I guess I'll bring up another... Uh... Boom! Okay, never mind.
2: Um, just I'm not going to talk about it that much. As if case people want to check it out, it's uh, 10 a 10 a.m. Automatic by the Black Keys, directed by David Cross.
1: Thanks for telling us. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I was just going to mention um, kind of when we were uh, near more than near the beginning, we were talking about um, how music videos began developing in the '80s. Uh, one I wanted to mention that was also pretty damn popular um, was the video for "Take on Me" by Aha.
0: Yeah, that's so, I had it on my list.
1: Yeah, um, that's definitely one of the quintessential 80s music videos for sure. Uh, that came out in 85. Um, the cool thing about this is that they use like pencil sketch animation on top of live action, so they kind of create this... Um, rotoscoping. Rotoscoping, exactly. Um, which is where they kind of trace over the the real footage with drawings so that it makes it look more realistic. And... Um, I read that it says approximately 3,000 frames were rotoscoped, taking 16 weeks to complete. So that's a long time. Animation is not a fast process. No. Uh, But, yeah, it's a a pretty cool narrative uh, told in a very unique way. So I think that's one reason why it was popular. That's also an
0: example of a, a music video that was bigger than the band. Yeah. yeah, Like, who knows about that. AHA? Who can name another AHA song? Or even, no. like, I believe they're Norwegian or Swedish. Yeah. Like, they're not an American or British band, which was a big thing back then. And I think that was an issue with the 80s, was a bunch of music videos that you'd remember the music video and then have no idea about the band. Yeah, I think that's
1: that's got to be a unique 80s thing. You know, when all these videos were coming out for these bands that weren't necessarily... Ever to become that popular, but at least people would
2: remember the videos. Well, I had
0: an example of, of um, The Darkness back in, I think this is the early 2000s, when they did, I believe, in a thing called Love. Okay. And everyone remembers, like, the music video because it was a weird space opera thing. Hmm. But then you never remember the name of the band. The only reason <laughs> why you remember the name of the song is because it's prominent in it, and then afterwards. I don't even know what happened to it, but that was definitely one of those where if I hear the song, I think of the music video Mm. and nothing else.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: So it still happens a bit.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping Gangnam Style is one of those where everyone forgets who Psy is and just remembers the video.
0: I mean, I think the issue with that is it's been used in commercials and has become its own thing. But I mean, with Gangnam Style, the reason why I don't have an issue with it is he's, it was meant as a parody, and it wasn't meant mm-hmm. to be big. It wasn't meant to be commercial. So, it just kind
1: of became that. It just
0: became
2: that. Yeah, it, it basically is like the the quintessential definition of a meme. <laughs> basically, kinda people yeah. People saw yeah, it. Yeah, it's a meme music video. Yeah, the people saw it. People parodied it. It became this like larger than life idea. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Good for him. And now he's doing pistachio commercials.
0: Well, so is Colbert.
2: I know, he is. Yeah. Hey, Colbert's got bigger and better things to do. He's going to do the late night show or whatever. That's true. Um, speaking of 1985, <laughs> because that's literally the only... Well, actually, animation. Speaking of animation in 1985, <laughs> um, shut up, Peter. <laughs> the next video we wanted to mention was Money for Nothing by the Dire Straits. Uh, reason we're talking about it is because... This music video was the uh, really one of the first appearances of computer-generated 3D animation ever seen on television, um, and it's basically this really weird video featuring these, like, cartoon, like, like I think they're, like, repairmen, and they're at this hot girl's house, and they're, I don't know, it's really weird. Um, I might come back after that, after okay. we talk with I kind of just imagine
0: you two being the repairmen.
2: Pretty much. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's just really, really, really crude 3D animation, but in 1985, no one had ever seen anything even remotely like that, so everyone's like, what the heck is this? Uh, Fun fact is that the uh, lead uh, singer-slash-guitarist of Dire Straits, Mark Knopfler... Was really not that enthusiastic about the concept of the music video, and they actually had to have the director of the video convince him that hey, this is a good idea because this is gonna make you guys famous. Uh, MTV, because again, MTV video music video era, basically insisted that they do this, and um, I guess they told this the director to convince him, and he's quoted as saying the director is quoted as saying uh, that they said. Uh, can you convince him that this is the right thing to do because we play this song on MTV and they think it's fantastic, but they won't play it if it's just him standing there playing guitar. They need a concept. Mm. So basically he wanted to use the music, music video as a medium to show off him and his skills because Uh-oh. he's a guitarist and a decent one, but because like music videos were constantly trying to push the boundaries to kind of, I don't know, get themselves out there in this new flooded era of, like, visual music mediums, they're like, no, you can't show yourself playing guitar anymore, you have to do something bigger and better. Yeah, and this was their way of doing that, I guess.
1: Well, two, two points on that. One is what you just said, was that it was. I was thinking about this last night, that you, it seems like back then, you had a lot more bands and groups who were willing to make music videos that you would put a lot of thought into it. Um. Into being really unique or memorable, um, and not to generalize too much, but I feel like now they're f- much more far in between ones that are memorable versus them just just the band playing music and that's it. I mean, I don't see a whole lot of creativity nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I I might I might be generalizing a bit, but.
0: I mean, if you look at any of the teeny bopper stuff, which used to be way more creative, like in the Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera era, and you look at them now, now it's usually just concert footage. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty much as uncreative as you can get.
1: <laughs> pretty much. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was, do you guys know like the story behind this song? Because my mom was telling me about it, and it was actually kind of interesting and funny. No. Um, basically, if you read the lyrics to this song... Basically, he's talking about um, the well. Let me let me back up. It was inspired directly by um, the lead. I think it was the lead singer Mark Knopfler, who was in a I don't know like a Best Buy or some some kind of department store like that and uh, electronics store. And he was there. There was a bunch of TVs on the wall with playing MTV. And there was this guy. I don't remember if he was an employee at the store or what. But he started just complaining out loud that all oh, these guys are. Um, basically doing nothing, they're playing guitars and they're getting all this money and fame and women, and that's basically what the song, the name of the song comes from Money for Nothing it's because they're making all this money just playing music and becoming famous, and uh, I guess it was Mark Knopfler, possibly Um, he just started writing all this stuff down because the comments this guy was making was so funny that he wrote it all down, and then he turned basically everything this guy said into this song (laughs) so if you read the lyrics, it's interesting it's kind of funny, and that's Kind of, uh, I think part of the refrain is something like, "We got to move these refrigerators. We got to move these color TVs." I think that guy that was complaining was he, um, an employee of the store. And he was saying, "Well, we got to move all these TVs around while these guys who are on the TVs are making tons more money than we are." And I then- wonder
0: if he like noticed that when the music video came out, because they probably <laughs> played that music video in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, he's moving a fridge and he just hears sort of, himself, quote-unquote, yeah. <laughs> on
1: the TV. Yeah. So, yeah, the... To clarify with the animation in this, I think there's two characters. I think the shorter, fatter one, I think that's supposed to be that guy. Um, and then the taller one is supposed to be Mark Knopfler. Uh, and they're in a sense. TV store. So, that's kind of sense. Um. But actually, there's another one we want to talk about related to this one. I don't know if you want to bring that one up, Kyle.
2: Yeah, sure. Um there's another video that we wanted to mention that basically is a complete homage to this particular video specifically the animation style and that is where is it Let's scroll down okay and that is um bonafide lovin by Chromio from their 2007 album fancy footwork um yeah. not a whole lot to say about this video other than it's really cool because it completely riffs off that original um Dire Straits' video, it's just even more hilarious because it's made in 2007, when animation has obviously evolved to a ridiculous degree Yeah. Uh, since then, and it's just hilarious that they just kind of phoned it in with this goofy, this goofy, cheesy animation.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they really nail it, too, because yeah, it looks ex- like, pretty much on. exactly the same
2: way. Completely spot on. That's pretty funny.
0: You could argue, you know, it's kind of hard to tell an animator, by the way, we want to look bad. Yeah. It's like telling an actor to act badly or a singer <laughs> to sing badly.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. I think um, Chromio's whole thing is that they're kind of, in a way, their music is all kind of an homage to the 80s anyway. Yeah, completely. So um, I think that's part of where that comes from as well. Yeah,
2: speaking of which, uh, Chromio has a new album coming out in a week or two. On Monday. Yay. Called What's White, it called? White Women. That's my kind of album. <laughs> uh, maybe if it was called... Oh no, I won't go there. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh but yeah, Chromio. Uh, we've talked about them before. They're basically like kind of like show funky. If, yeah. Stuff. If you if you take the 80s and put it in a blender with like today more of the 80s and today, <laughs> then that would basically be Chromio.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean they t- toured with a uh, Hollow Notes at one
2: point. That's imp- Hollow Notes. Okay. I was reading about this and this blew my mind. Hollow Notes is basically becoming a hipster band because for some Hmm. reason hipsters discovered that they existed and discovered that they liked their songs. So there's actually this weird revival among that group, of four Hall of Notes and they're basically becoming like re-famous again.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: Yes. I just made that word up. Um, I don't know if that means they're getting together, touring or doing, I don't know what they're doing about it, but I was just, I read somewhere that, like, suddenly Hollow Notes is, like, being rediscovered. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I know, um, Daryl Hall has had, um, that TV show for a while, or at least did.
2: Oh, yeah. The one where he, like, well, I think he, it's he, he,
1: li- live at Daryl's house or something. Yeah.
2: He invites, yeah. It's on, it's on Palladia. He invites musicians into his house and they just jam and then he's, like, cooks dinner for them. Yeah. Because he's a decent cook. And they just sit down and talk about music and they're, they're, lives in the music industry it's pretty interesting actually he usually yeah. brings on like kind of like newer bands or bands that don't get as much exposure to kind of help them out which is cool yeah
0: I'd like to see Chromio on that with the exception that they can't really jam their style of music
2: uh, kind of they have like synthesizers and stuff and a keyboard yeah. you could do a lot with a keyboard
0: a stripped down version of Chromio would be interesting it'd either yeah. be really awesome
2: or really terrible well, I forgot to tell you, Peter, um, hmm. I was listening to uh, XM Radio, there's a station on there called XMU, it plays like like indie music,
1: Okay. and
2: it was during um, uh, that big, Co- uh, Coachella, and I happened to turn on the radio while I was driving home, and they were streaming Chromio playing live at Coachella, and it sounded just like them. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I know they, they were there, so Whatever they wrong. do in the studio, they're pretty easily able to reproduce that. I mean... Hmm. Considering that they can basically play "quote unquote" live uh, electronic music nowadays, I'm pretty sure, yeah. like, there is no limits to what you can do at a studio and be able to reproduce live anymore. Yeah. Unless you get like a bunch of monkeys in a sound booth screeching or something, I don't know. <laughs> Which is basically what Justin Bieber is. Oh, boom! Talking That's about now. YouTube. That's it. Yeah. It's only because of
0: YouTube that. Yeah. That That's is why I will
2: forever despise YouTube, as they made him famous. I this, love no, that... no, no,
0: no. Shouldn't you despise it for, like, Friday?
2: That too. <laughs> uh, I love the feud going on between Seth Rogen and him right now, though. It's absolutely hilarious. Rogen was just on The Daily Show yesterday, and of course Jon Stewart asked him about it, and he basically thinks that Bieber is like a little... A li- I think he quoted a little shit. <laughs>
0: I think he said you know when
2: you're going to
0: meet a person and you're going to hate them and then you meet them and you hate them
2: more than you yeah so, yeah <laughs> though I wonder how many people have said that about
0: Seth Rogen that's true oh people th-
2: that don't like his film. Rogen I, I gotta give Rogen credit because he had a p- pretty funny line when he was in- being interviewed uh, he was joking because John Stewart asked him if he had kids he's like no I have a dog and Jon Stewart's like oh the dog you know the dog doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't know about you know Bieber's douchery," and he's like He's like, well, I don't know. Uh, if it's one thing a dog can smell, it's an asshole. God. And I'm just like, okay, that was. Wow. Cool. So I give him kudos for that. Um. Wow. Oh, what the hell what was that? That was.
0: That was my chair, which I am attempting to fix because I have a Bluetooth headset. So I'm kind of doing chores. Uh, How okay. I'm listening to you guys. Sounds but The only good. thing I can't do is watch this, but I am screwing in my chair, and when it goes to a new setting, it kind of
2: dropped. Got it. Liz, does that mean you're in the kitchen?
0: Uh, I'm in my office, and then it takes me, like, five steps, and I'm in my kitchen. Oh, I want an office. A... Can,
2: can, can I just call my room my office? Because that sounds way more adult.
0: Well, seeing as I don't use my room to sleep in, I get to count it as my office. Where
2: do you sleep? I sleep
0: on the couch. <laughs> on the couch.
2: That's so sad. <laughs> you're like a little homeless person if homeless people got couches. They sleep on couches. I guess that would be more <laughs> of a couch surfer, but whatever. Um, well, it's okay. I slept on the couch in our apartment when I was on campus for like the yeah, last I really month and, and a half.
1: So, back to music videos, because <laughs> we're starting to run a little long here, so we should... Sorry, I, yeah my No, problem. it's fine. Um, uh, one that I wanted to mention... Fairly quickly was uh, the song "Virtual Insanity" by Jamiroquai, which was in 1996. Um, it's easily their best-known music video. Um, it won a bunch of awards in 1997 at the MTV Music Video Awards, and I, uh, yeah, it earned ten nominations and it won four awards, including Breakthrough Video and Best Video of the Year. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, the thing I really like about that music video is that it's all—I believe it's all one shot through the whole thing, um, but what they did is that they built this room that they could move around, but the flo- I think I'm trying to remember it, but I think the floor um, was separate from it so it was almost, but the camera was still with the room, so as the room moved, it looked like the floor is moving, and then you have different pieces of furniture moving around uh, on the floor, and the main singer I, I, his name escapes me, but he's basically dancing around all, all the this- why. <laughs> sure um,
0: it, it, it's it's only one guy.
1: I thought there were a bunch of guys. Is no, it just one? It, it's it's him. Oh, well, now I know. It,
0: you haven't watched a music video in a while, have you? It's just. Well,
1: I know it. that music video is just him. Yeah, he, he's the only
0: one. That's his name.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm done then. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that, that's definitely an interesting one. Uh, the way that they shot that, and it's one of those ones where you think, wow, they really had to think this one through ahead of time because of how dynamic um, the setting is with him moving
2: around on all of this furniture. So the lead, the lead singer's name is JK, and there are also other members that display instruments.
1: Okay, that's what I thought.
2: Boom! You uh, you just got facted, Liz. I just got funked. Did
0: the uh, members stick around all the time? Because, uh, I mean, it, Lenny Kravitz has had... The yeah, same they
2: changed members. out. They changed out members. It seems like so he was kind of the face of it. Yeah, band. Lenny
0: Kravitz has had like the same members. Kid Rock has had the same drummer forever. Kid so, Rock. do do they count as a band? As, like, yeah. do they refer to him as a singer with a band
2: or are they a band? That's that's a good point. I I can't say, but there are other people in it. It's not just Mr. J.K. <laughs> well, just regardless,
1: um, the artist whether it's a guy or much people, is Jamiroquai. And uh, just a reminder, that was called Virtual Insanity. And that will be in our playlist as well, so you can check
2: that out. It's pretty cool. Yep. Speaking of checking stuff out, you can't touch this. Um, it is was <laughs> sung by MC Hammer. Oh, yeah. And his Hammer Pants. It uh, came out in 1990. <laughs> if you don't know the song, then similar to Thriller, you've been living under a rock. That's true. Um, it shows Mr. Hammer doing some of his signature dances, including the Running Man and the Hammer Dance.
1: Yep. There's not a whole, I would I would say there's not a whole lot to say about this music video per se. Other than Hammer Pants. Other than, well, right, Hammer Pants, but also I think this is really one of the premier music videos of the 90s. I mean, you can't really have 90s music videos without this one. True that. That's like
0: uh, that one where like, people would actually choreograph their music videos. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, it pretty much died out after boy bands. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But, but there aren't that many songs nowadays that come with a dance. I mean, you can think back to NSYNC. If you hear a certain NSYNC song, there are certain motions that you do. Yeah. But bands yeah. nowadays, no matter how popular, you're never going to come up with a dance for Black Keys. <laughs> Kyle, don't try it. Well, don't, don't what about try. what no. about, what
2: about about their video uh, for Lonely Boy, where it's just that black guy dancing the entire video?
0: <laughs> do you see people doing a Lonely Boy dance? <laughs> Touche. Well, um, Gangnam
1: Style had a dance. It was like the horse gallop thing.
2: Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yes, Kyle.
0: Uh, so there's a positive thing about Gangnam Style. And that's not a, there, agree, is there is nothing. a positive thing about Gangnam
2: Style. <laughs> I, d- I didn't say that was positive. I said that was a thing.
1: <laughs> well, it is a thing. That's true. I don't think we can argue with that.
2: Yeah, he pretty, he pretty much revived the whole, like, music video comes with a dance kind of thing. It was the Macarena yeah. of this decade.
0: Though, though it's hard yeah. to say he revived it, because can you think of any other music videos since then that's have a oh, dance? Oh, I
2: see what you're saying, That's what you're saying. Um, no,
0: not really. So uh, I'd, li- I'd like to see more music videos that have a dance that go along with it. Yeah, yeah. White people need more horrible moves to do at weddings.
2: Exactly. Very, very true. <laughs> that's
0: essentially what music video dancing is, is yeah. for white people to go to weddings and make a fool of themselves.
2: What about uh, Miley Cyrus's twerking? Is or is that more of a generalized? That, that, that's is more that
0: really of a dancing? generalized eyesore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, it invented a word. That's that's even bigger than inventing a dance. Um, so yeah, speaking of twerking, um, another video we wanted to mention that basically there's not much to mention about it other than it looks freaking cool as hell is. The song music scene by Blockhead. Um, not a ton to say about this. It was just a video I discovered a long time ago that um, has some of the trippiest animations I have literally ever seen, ever. Yeah. And I watch a lot of animation, so I know I know what's trippy. Yeah. Um, Blockhead, for those of you that don't know, he's a music producer slash electronic artist out of Manhattan, New York. He produced a lot of stuff. <laughs> Uh, he did things. His real name is <laughs> This is James. the best resume ever. Yep, pretty much. His name is, his real name is James, uh, Tony Simon. And okay. he, uh, he collaborated with some people and did some things. Yeah. Um. You used Black. to be
0: his, uh, publicist. Yeah. I should.
2: You um, know, uh, that guy, your, uh, blackhead there, he, uh, does things in there. uh, uh, the stuff there. But this yeah. kind
1: of does, I mean, this isn't, I would say this is definitely not one that we could say pulled on the same level as some of these others in terms of popularity. Oh, of course not. Um, so. Obviously, because what you were saying at the beginning, some of these are just ones that we like personally. Yeah. Um, but this does kind of tie in with what we were talking about earlier with, um, like integrating animation into it and being really creative with it in that sense. Yeah. Um, sure. and like you are saying, this is some of the most psychedelic animation we've ever seen, so, yeah. um. Definitely I think it's worth checking out.
2: Yeah, this is this is more psychedelic than the scene from Dumbo where he gets drunk and he sees all the pink elephants. <laughs> and that scared the living shit out of me as a child.
0: Is it more than Winnie the Pooh's Heffalumps yes. and
2: Woozles? Oh yes. It makes Heffalumps and Woozles look like like I don't know. What's a what's a very tame animation?
1: The rest of Winnie the Pooh?
2: <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> God damn it, Peter. Um,
1: okay, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So the last one we wrote down, um, this is more one. I think Kyle, you like this one too, but it's more of just the personal one that we like. Mm-hmm. Uh, is from two thousand one, by the Avalanche's, uh, the song "Since I Left You." Uh, this actually I didn't know because like I this is just one that I liked, but when I researched it, I realized that it's actually one best video at the 2001 MTV Europe Music Awards, and Pitchfork Ooh, Media places at number four in the top 50 music videos of the, of the 2000s. So it is relatively popular. I think it won some other awards as well. Uh, so in its own right, I think it's actually done pretty well.
2: Um, Fun fact, Go th- ahead. this album that this song came out of, Since I Left You, is their only album.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think they still have. They still not released anything since then.
2: Uh, it says here that avalanches have supposedly been working on their second album since two thousand five. So nine years. So they're uh, pretty
0: much doing Guns N' Roses. Pretty much. Like a,
2: hey, but Guns N' Roses finally released Chinese Democracy to rave reviews. Eh, not not really. Uh,
1: um, I just want to talk about uh, this music video. Um, since I left you. I mean, yes. the reason I like this is because it, it starts out with you have these like really old-timey miners and the, the film style looks really old. Aged. Aged, yeah. It's, it's funny in that way. And then they're digging through a, a you know, have, have you seen this one, Liz, or no?
0: Yeah. Oh, you have,
1: okay. So they're digging, I don't remember exactly, but they're digging some mine and then they end up in some dance studio and then these old-timey miners come into this colorful world and then they dance around or at least the one guy does. And then, that's pretty much it. And it looks very 80s, and it they does. do a bunch of the
0: yeah. 80s dance moves as well. Yeah.
2: Well, once they once they go into the 80s dance studio, it basically kind of seems like a slight homage to oh god, what's that movie? Um, what's the nobody puts baby in the corner movie? Dirty Dancing. <laughs> it kind of seems yeah. like a slight homage to that slash some of those weird, like what's that one? Madonna I was gonna say
0: flash dance. That too. Because they do because they do the flash dance move.
2: That's the one where the lady, where the woman pulls the lever and the water yes. falls on her. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, exactly. Perfect. That's it. Seemed like kind of a bit of homage to those things of the eighties. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and aside from that, it's just a little bit comical as well.
2: Yes, uh, it makes me laugh. It's pretty good. It's pretty
1: cute. Because um, I mean, you have these you know professional dancers, and then you have this old timey minor guy doing his funky little dances too. It's kind of funny. Yeah. So. Uh, that's worth checking out as well. And you will check it out if you look at our YouTube playlist, which is featured right after this episode, which is soon coming to an end here, because we've gone kind of long, but um, there were a lot of things to talk about here, so we were happy to talk about it. Yay. Yay. Um, are there any other ones that you guys want to mention before we wrap this up?
2: Mm, no. Okay.
1: What about no, you, Liz?
0: I'm good. No, I'm... I'm good. Okay.
1: Well, in that case, we hope you liked listening to Funk Radio. If you did, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com getyourfunk. And for the moment, you cannot like us on, or uh, subscribe to us on iTunes because technical difficulties are making things break, so we'll let you know when that's back up. <laughs> um, but uh, you can view the article that this episode, that accompanies this episode on um, HCN.tv. Uh, the HCN is our lovely host with which we do things. and uh, (laughs) um, They're an entertainment news website, so if you like gaming or movies or TV or anything like that, uh, definitely check them out. Great stuff. Also, other podcasts as well as ours. Um, Liz has got a couple of her own, which she talked about. I believe they were...
0: Celluloid Critics and Couch Potatoes. There you go.
1: So check those out as well, if you want to hear more of Liz and less of us. Um think that's pretty much it so
2: yeah, yeah um yeah so yeah for sure check out these music videos in our little playlist which will be kind of nice for you guys to do because we haven't been able to do that previously we also do um once in a while put on some music videos on separately on our uh little facebook page so yeah of other ones we like so keep an eye out for those as well yay yay
1: okay well thanks for joining us liz yeah. No uh, thanks for bringing in on your expertise and stuff. Expertise. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, well, this has been your host Peter. Thanks for listening.
2: Good night and good luck.
1: <laughs> that too. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: If you want to hear more awesome podcasts like this one visit etn.tv. Thanks for listening.